This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Hey, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. I was really moved by your uh, post last night um, because you have some of the same struggles that, that I have. I, uh, I, you know, I knew politics, but I am, um, I'm struggling harder with the things that I thought I could count on. I thought I could count on uh, faith. I thought I could count on people of faith. I thought I could count on people that have been by our side for 20 years uh, fighting a good fight for the Constitution, and everything is upside down. You define your no, struggle this is really darkest well. darkest that I've seen the American church in my lifetime. While very few Christian leaders are daring to shed their light on who we are and what we stand for, and many of the prominent ones have gone so far as to disown their values for the sake of popularity. Um, it has been one of the toughest years of my life, and I know that you can sympathize to that. So... Uh, you said, if I may quote the article, sure. I was floored and appalled when I read a comment on my Facebook page by a missionary who our family has financially supported to stop bitching about Trump. I was emailed by a Christian woman yesterday who told me I should feel flattered if a man should talk to me that way. I get refusals from Christian fathers to respond when I ask if they're willing to sacrifice the crotches of their daughters to save the country from Hillary. They respond with a venomous attack because their answer will either make them look like a hypocrite or a reprobate. reprobate. Another woman who is a wife of a former pastor told me in regards to the same question, as far as my daughters and granddaughters are concerned, I trust them to God's care. How do you respond to that? You know, I was raised in church. My entire family has been deeply rooted in ministry since well before my birth. So the church is my home. It's my family. And I want to preface, it that, to preface this by saying I do have a great pastor who's willing to take on some of the cultural issues of our day, much more probably than the average church. And we aren't brawling in the aisles over this topic. But it's the vicious attacks that are taking place outside of the doors, which makes it impossible to sit with the fellowship of people that is growing rotten. And it is something that has to be addressed. Christians have lost the ability to think for themselves, and they have given their wills over to leaders in the Christian community, men like the Dobsons, the Falwells, the Jeffreys, the leaders of their caliber, I believe, are the leaders of the new apostate church. And the difference between those men and the average Christian participating in this political lynching is that I have always said since the beginning is that those guys probably at least have a mysterious boost in some remote 501c3. You guys aren't getting anything out of it. So, you know, the Daily Caller had a great piece uh, recently exposing the donations that the Trump campaign has made across the board to buy their support. And even Franklin Graham received a $100,000 donation. And I think that had a lot to do with his weak and shameful statement on Trump this week. But it is, it's like I said, this is a virus, wow. an infection that is going across, across our churches. Wow. I think it's going to lead, uh, I mean, uh, the millennials, and when I say millennials, they're 35 now and under. Yeah. Um, they don't believe in the traditional church. They're not following these leaders like people used to. Um, and they see 
the 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 um, the hypocrites, and uh, and and what hypocrite means is that you preach one thing and do the opposite. It's not that you you have to be perfect. No man is perfect. Nobody's going to be perfect. But common decency seems to be a bar that we're not even willing to hurt. You know, use as a hurdle now. Um, right. And, and you I know, don't think. I have to say, I'm a hard nut to crack. I'm always told I have a cold, dead heart because I'm not an, an emotional person. But I was teary all day yesterday. I had an overwhelming amount of feedback that I got on every social media platform and through email. And um, I, I know you understand when I say that there is nobody that protects their sin more than the evangelicals, and um, especially conservatives. They. They are, they are hard whenever you th- throw a stone and, and get their attention on anything that they are going down the wrong path on. But the, the amount of people who have stopped going to church over this, this is an epidemic, like I said. They have become these foaming-at-the-mouth followers of a cult instead of the salt and the light that they're called to be. And there is so much heartbreak and so many destroyed testimonies that are laying in the wake of this election. And I'm not, I'm not sure that the church will be able to recover when this is over. Their trust has been shattered. And, um, you know, I I have begged the sleeping giant, the Christians, for years to get involved in politics, as they have been incredibly negligent in being a voice in their communities on the moral issues of our day. But if this is how they do it, I'm begging them to just go back to sleep. We'll do it without you. (laughs) You are incredibly brave. Um, uh, I, I will tell you, I don't think the churches survive. I really don't think they survive this. Um, at least in the long run. Um, you know, if you look back in the um, early 1900s, 1914 to 1917, the churches um, did uh, one of three things. They either preached that this coming war was good because the government really was pushing it uh, and it was popular to push it. So this, that God ordained this war as a good thing, the First World War, um, or... Uh, they um, um, were fighting against it, which was very few, and saying, no, wait, God, God wait, don't bring God into this. Let's, let's do your own homework and, and pray on things, but do your own homework. Those were very few, and the rest of them were silent. And so the majority was either for it or silent. The, the European churches never recovered from that. Because the people got to the other side of it and went, well, geez, you guys were so wrong on this, and you didn't provide us with any real moral um, uh, insight at all. You should have been on the opposite side, and what you said to us was a lie, and you knew it was a lie at the time you were in with the government. And the church was over from that point. And I think hopefully there will be a rebirth of a different kind, but... I think the churches that are remaining silent on this are just as bad as those who are standing. I, I completely agree with you. And in my article, I call out a couple of different groups of people that I'm, I'm, I'm seeing in this election. And the first one is being the, um, the, the, the outright Trump supporters that are saying, you know, that this is God's, man, this is God's chosen leader for, for this time, which I find utterly, utterly ridiculous. Why? But then there's, why? There's, Wait, why? Yeah, how do, you, how do you respond, Brittany, when they say that God uses... Imperfect men. Imperfect men. Well, then uh, why are they supporting res- Hillary Clinton, if that's the case? 
Well, she's a woman. He only uses... <laughs> no, he uses men. Okay, good. Thank you. That was <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's a ridiculous, ridiculous um, mindset, and they've lost all credibility with that. The second group that I've seen here are, are the formerly vocal political Christians that have gone completely silent, and they are stating very piously on Facebook that this has just become too ugly, that they cannot get involved. And I see these people as the cowards because they don't stand up for, for what matters when it matters. It's easy to stand and be a leader when you have an army of people backing you up. It is very different to when you're the only one standing. But to me, that is the definition of a leader, when you're doing it when nobody is standing behind you. And while this has been one of the hardest years of my life, I have a teenager who is deeply involved with this election, and I feel... Um, he has watched me go through feelings of isolation um, and dark darkness and the um, the hatred that I have gotten on a national scale for this. Um, but mm-hmm. it has taught him more about principle and more about conviction and standing up for right, even when you're standing alone. And that's something I'm really proud of. I will tell you, um, Brittany, I, I really enjoyed your uh, post last night. I posted it up on my Facebook page. But I really you. enjoyed your post, and I, I wanted to... Um, bring you on because I admire your tenacity and your willingness to stand alone because what you wrote and what you just said, wildly unpopular, wildly unpopular. Right. Well, I think the election has not only shown the world that an astounding number of, of American Christians are so loosely tied to their beliefs, it's been a testament to non-believers who are watching us and wondering how we could voluntarily ask for a man like this to represent us and, and preside over our country. And people from across the aisle see us as hypocrites, and we are, with very tenuous holds on the beliefs that we have said for years that we, we hold so dear. So, you know, there's no win in this election. Um, well, I think no matter who wins, we're going to be in for a dark and sober four years. There's not going to be any joy on election night, even if Hillary Clinton gets this. Um, to me, the question that remains will be who will have their dignity, who will have their integrity, and their testimonies intact when, the, when this is all over. Thank you so much, Brittany. I appreciate it. God Thanks, bless. Glenn. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.